Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome back. Today, I want to talk about your wedding ceremony details and what do you actually need to organise for your wedding ceremony? Because you don't actually need a lot for the ceremony. There's just some few essential items and then there's like some extras and kind of wish list things that you could organise. But the ceremony is, I think, the most important part of the day but it's actually the easiest part to organize (laughs) and you don't need as much as what you probably think. So I want to go through all those details today and I want you to know you don't need a big, fancy, elaborate space. Like your guests are there to watch you get married and to look at you and the moment that they are waiting for is to see you walk down that aisle or your partner, if you're not the one walking down the aisle. Like that is what everyone has come for. It's the most anticipated moment. They might look around and say, oh, wow, it's beautiful here, but they're not looking around and nitpicking your venue or the space that you have because everyone is on the edge of their seat or their feet waiting for that moment. And then to see you kiss and exchange vows, like that's what everyone's engrossed in. And that is what they are looking at the whole time. And I know that Instagram has made us think that we need to have these crazy big setups and these unbelievable amounts of flowers. And yes, that is truly beautiful. But if you don't have the budget for it, it's not necessary and you've got to remember that. And that, as I said, is not why everyone is there. They're there to see you get married and they're there to go, (gasps) and they see you walk down that aisle. So what is essential for your wedding day? What do you need to definitely have? Well, you've got to definitely have an officiant. You've got to have an officiant. And they take care of so many things, whether that's a priest or whether that is a celebrant, whatever you decide, you've got to have that person to make it legal. And they coordinate a lot of the essential things. So once you have that officiant, you know, they'll they'll ask the venue if there's power so that they can use their microphone or play your music. They'll help you sort out your vows, which are an essential part. They'll help you sort out your readings, which are a very essential part as well, if you're going to have some special guests come up and give readings. So the officiant is the most important critical item and focus on that first because you want to get someone booked in that you love and that feels right to your personalities. The other things that are essential are you do need a signing table and you need a chair and or two chairs if you want, but you can get away with one because the bride can sit down and the groom can stand, you know, kind of over the bride or, you know, bride and bridegroom and groom, whatever your situation is. So a signing table and chairs. But in saying that, if you don't have that in your space, I have seen recently somebody, they used, they had these beautiful cars that drove up onto the grass that they had and they used the bonnet of the car as their signing table because they wanted the car in the photos. So you know what? If you don't have a signing table, there'll be something there that you can use. A pen is an essential item. 
And quite often the officiant will have that. But if you really want a nice feather pen or something fancy, then organize that yourself. You need a couple of rows of chairs so that the guests know where to really sit or where to at least stand behind. Now, if you're having 100 guests and your wedding ceremony is outside, you don't need 100 chairs. You literally could get away with two rows of eight. So like four on each side and then four behind. And then all the other guests, they just stand behind. But having those chairs there, one, gives those elderly people in our immediate family some seats, but it also kind of tells guests where they've kind of got to stand. So just have that as a minimum. You then, as an essential item, need a photographer. And please, 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 please don't ask a friend to do this. And don't be cheap on this. Put your money into a photographer. And if budget is tight, just have a photographer for the ceremony and for some photos afterwards. Just have that covered. They are the main photos that you will look at forever. That is the special moment. So make that an essential item. Essential item is wedding rings. You have to exchange rings. That's very, very important. And another, and I think this is my last essential item before I go into all the kind of extras and wish list things, but the other essential item is a plan B if outside, because you just never know what the crazy weather is going to do. And if you don't have a plan B, you could end up in a lot of strife and a lot of stress on the morning of your wedding if you don't have that. I've got a whole episode on having a backup wedding, weather, backup weather plan, wet weather plan, and I go through all the options and what you can organise. So I'm going to drop, I don't know the episode off the top of my head. It's one of my very first episodes, but I will link that in the show notes so you can go and find that and have a listen to that and to my recommendations because that is very, very important and you just want to have that stress taken away from you. But as I said, like it's not essential to have this big, amazing, elaborate space because that is not what people are there for. So those things that I've just suggested, they're essential. You've got to have them. But some extras and some wish list items just to kind of help you along with planning your ceremony. You might want to have an aisle carpet or if you're like, well, I don't want to spend the money on an aisle and the carpet's not really me or it doesn't suit the venue, you might choose to have rose petals that scatter along the edge of the aisle so that that signifies where the aisle is. Or you might have the budget to have some elaborate flowers that are coming off the ground and up. I know that that's very popular at the moment and it does look beautiful. And that will kind of guide the aisle as well. So they're just a couple of options for your aisle. Again, not essential. Definitely not essential. You've got a couple of rows of chairs. We might have a church where we definitely know where the aisle is. So if you don't have the budget, just use what you have already. Shay, if it's a hot summer's day day or going to be a hot summer's day or if that might be trickling, you might be able to hire some big umbrellas and at least just cover at least the bridal party because they are standing there on their feet and they are more nervous than anyone else. And when you're more nervous, you know, you can get a little bit more faint if it's hot or stressed about the rain. So, yeah, a bit of shade. And then as a wish list, you might like to have a beautiful arbour 
that's behind or the, that you're standing in between. Or you might like to have a, you know, a shade, like a drape of beautiful sheer fabric, you know, that's kind of behind you on a frame. There's so many beautiful things now that you can have in the background. There's so many things you can hire and so many options and they do look beautiful. But if you've got this amazing view, like mountains in the background or the beach or something like that, you don't have to have that, like you've already got enough. But if you know you're in a room, it doesn't have a lot of personality, sometimes that can sort of spruce up that space. Another extra, not essential again, is service booklets. You might want to have service booklets. I did not have service booklets just because I was like, well, people just throw them in the bin. It just wasn't for me. I didn't want it. So I didn't have them, but some people might. And in church, they often do have that. And sometimes they do it for you. Water is sometimes a good extra, a water station. But I have been to so many weddings where there's no drinks available for the ceremony. And if the ceremony is not going long and then there's drinks being offered straight after, you can get away with that. But if it's boiling hot, make it an essential item. An entrance order. It's good to have an order of entrance. So talk to your bridesmaids. If there's no rehearsal, make sure they know who is walking down the aisle in what order so they're not asking you on the day. And then another wish list or an extra is maybe some signage. And you really only need signage if the guests really need direction, like the maybe the room or the space is hard to find. So if they pull up in a car park and then they start to walk up to the ceremony area, you can kind of tell them where to go. Or you might want to tell guests, it might be really important to you that you tell guests it's an unplugged ceremony and you don't want anyone taking photos. But again, that's not essential because you could ask the officiant to cover that at the start of the ceremony. So they're just kind of like all the little extra things that you might like to consider. But I just, I can't over, you know, can't say it enough. And I think I've already said it twice already. Your guests are there to see you. If budget is tight or you just like, look, I just don't want to spend any more money, you don't have to. You've just got to make sure that you've got those essentials, you know, the efficient, a couple of rows of chairs, maybe a signing table and a chair and a pen, a photographer and wedding rings, and then plan B if it's outside. Like, honestly, they are the essential, essential items. And the other things are just wish lists and extras that you can potentially worry about later and see if you've got the budget there to have those things or not. In the Calm Bride Planner course, I give you 20 suggested readings that will like pull at the heartstrings of your guests and yourself. And I also give you vow prompts so that you can put your vows together very easily because that can sometimes be a really difficult task. So I tell you exactly how to do that. And I go through all the smaller details to help you plan for your ceremony. So if you want help with that, please click on the link in the show notes and watch the free wedding workshop where I talk about the Calm Bride Planner course that is available. I would love you to come and join me and help you plan your wedding. And you literally are guided by the course every step of the way until the day you get married. But that is it. That is honestly the most simplest way to talk about the ceremony. It is the most important part of the day, but it's actually the most simplest to organize because there's not as much detail as what goes into that reception. 
But this is the first episode where I've actually talked about ceremony details and what we're up to episode 151 now. So (laughs) I thought it was a good idea to come and touch on that. And I have got a future episode coming up where we're talking about, you know, the ceremony with some celebrants and they're talking about how you can blend your families together and things like that too. So keep an eye out for that episode that's coming up. And if you haven't yet downloaded the Manage My Wedding Planning app, please do that. It is free to download. It will help you, you know, manage your guest list and your budget, put your timeline together and and give you a a detailed to-do list as well. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams. 